What's the best takeoff of that video or repost or adaptation that you've seen since? Because now the internet is doing what the internet does. <laughs> so my, my absolute favorite one is the Phil Collins song. What's the song, Pancake? You know it. In the air tonight. Yes, yeah, somebody said it to <laughs> With that. The drums. Do 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 do. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. 8.13 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Great to have you with us on this Thursday morning. As we mentioned, Wisconsin State Fair opens now in less than two hours. It's a 10 o'clock start time. Used to be 8 o'clock years ago. Post-COVID, they changed that. I think it was a noon start for a couple of seasons. And now 10 o'clock this morning. WTMJ now is going to be out there. Originating live from Wisconsin State Fair. They'll be out there. Jeff Wagner's show out there. Wisconsin's afternoon news live from the fair as well today. Busy day here. Not only will you have the fair, but also the vice president of the United States is visiting southeast Wisconsin today. What's on her agenda? Some of it is political. Some of it is campaigning. Well, technically, it's all it's political, all pl- right? <laughs> Indeed. It's on vacation. Right. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris going to be here. As far as the administration business, The she's going to visit Pleasant Prairie along with Commerce Secretary Gina Ramondo, and they are going to be visiting a place... See, I got the company's name here. I hadn't heard about it before. They're going to be talking about broadband access and expanding that. Uh, It's been a major push for Governor Tony Evers in the state, expanding broadband access, particularly in rural areas as well. The company is called Sanmina, Global Manufacturing and Logistics Company. U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin of Wisconsin also expected to join those who will meet with the vice president today. So I think typically one of these things is they take the tour, they put the little hard hats on them. Oh, yeah. Take some pictures, walk some around. some photo ops. They shake a few hands. Do the pointing pose. Like, I'm oh, pointing yeah, at, at that, this. Huh? Oh, that's where you do this. So okay, did you guys get that oh, picture? Yeah. Right. Yep. The press photographers will be along. Usually a pool situation. So someone locally as well as nationally will have an opportunity to ride closely along with the mm-hmm. motorcade and mm-hmm. get all of this stuff. So we'll be reporting out on what exactly happens in terms of that visit in Kenosha. Just for your planning purposes, then, the vice president then makes a campaign stop in Milwaukee. Don't have particulars on location or guests, who the target audience is for that. E. Sometimes we get that, sometimes we don't. Yeah, it depends oftentimes. On and it can be anything they're... from, right, we're, we're in a large hall with hundreds, if not more, guests who've paid a certain price to be a part of this right. and hear from the vice president. Or we've even seen things where it's hyper-intimate. Some big, high-level donor has a small gathering at his or her home. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, the price tag for that is a lot lot higher for those donors. So because of that, you can expect some interstate closures in and around, I'd say before the real real start of the afternoon rush, probably like after 4 o'clock, you might see some closures up in the Milwaukee area. At the request of the White House and the U.S. Secret Service, and regardless of administration, Republican, Democrat, whatever, they generally ask of us, we can let you know when the plane's touching down, but please do not give that specific information out, nor anything about the specific route that the president or vice president, whomever these dignitaries will take. But uh, So that's why we're sort of couching it in general terms. But right, think around the lunch hour. Be mindful, yeah. Lunch hour and... Mm, On the say, way back during the <laughs> evening rush. Yeah, yeah, You don't want to be south. You Coming back from Kenosha, right. Yeah. So that will cause some traffic disruptions today. Debbie Lazic, of course, will be on top of that, particularly yep. for the afternoon and evening rush, and she'll be able to give you that real-time information.
So then there's Washington, D.C., where they also have security ramping up today because of the former president's visit. Former President Donald Trump headed to the His nation's visit. capital today. <laughs> this also Back is in the, Washington. This is a political thing. I don't know. Yes. I, I kind of. He's going to face president. criminal charges that he allegedly conspired to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election. It's a 45-page indictment unsealed earlier this week. He'll be there late this afternoon. He is expected to travel by private jet, sources telling us he'll be accompanied by members of his legal team and campaign staff. His motorcade will then wind its way through downtown Washington, going just blocks from the White House and the Capitol. Donald Trump returning to the alleged scene of the crime. That is ABC's Mary Bruce. This is the third time that Trump's been indicted on criminal charges. The first two cases involve hush money payments to adult film star Stormy Daniels and the handling of classified materials at the Mar-a-Lago estate, and we still likely later this month can expect charges coming down in Fulton County, Georgia. If you're expecting to learn anything more about these charges or how this whole thing is going to proceed in federal court out of D.C. today, you'll be waiting a while because that's really not what today is about. Stephen Portnoy from ABC News is in Washington, and he joined us earlier this morning and just said, this is largely procedural. He said, it's an important part of the process. Yeah. You have to have the arraignment. Yeah. right? He called it perfunctory. Right. That was his term. So you have to have it. It's an important part of the process, but it's not going to be real long. This is just your basic housekeeping to get this process started. But his AG, Bill Barr, was on CNN last night saying that this is just the tip of the iceberg as far as evidence, that he expects a lot more to come out at some point as we move through this case. Been awfully quiet on the campaign trail from the other GOP candidates. I don't know that there's been a big statement from Ron DeSantis, who's running second in the polls generally to the former president, the one who's made the most noise because he's front and center in all of this is former Vice President Mike Pence. And I think it's an interesting play by Pence to now go out there and start saying, nope, this guy can't be president. because some of So the question I would ask him if he were sitting here at State Fair, I'd ask him, well, why now? Where were right. you a couple of years ago? Why were you quiet for most of the last... 18 to 24 months. Save your most pointed comments to now, unless I suppose his answer would be waiting for the details of the indictment, waiting to see all of the evidence that's in front of him, even though much of that is coming from me, the notes that I took, the things that I provided to the special counsel. Remember, he didn't participate in the January 6th proceedings mm -hmm. in the U.S. House, but uh, Vice President Pence did participate and did cooperate with the special counsel's office. And took contemporaneous notes according to the indictment. They use that word multiple times. So if Pence is to gain any traction in the polls, this is his play and this is his shot to be the one loudest, strongest voice to say, look, I was the most loyal lieutenant to this man. And I am telling you he did illegal stuff here. I'm telling you that. So now what? Only two are doing that? Chris Christie and Pence are the only two that are really going after him? You keep asking about Christie. Can't win. Can't make any noise. He can't. I, Just because of his weight? I, no, I didn't, I didn't say that. I, mean, I put I know words in your mouth. That's it's what been, I'm doing. It's been raised. I Just nobody likes him. I like to listen to him because he speaks his mind generally, yeah. but nobody likes him. So those are the only two, though, right? The rest of them are really out hammering on him. The others are kind of like, eh, well. Yeah, we got to make sure we get some of those supporters. I don't. You know what? That's not fair because I haven't looked at what uh, former Ambassador Haley has said. Nikki Haley also running. Uh, I, I like her. I like to hear from her. Haven't haven't heard if she's been. I think she's been more pointed in her criticism of the president who appointed her. They're very the detailed about what they say and don't say, though, because you can't cut your nose off. That's their fear. That's why many of them are towing the line. Well, unless they all have a conference call and say, "Let's all help each other out," because not one of us gets elected if this guy does. 
So let's maybe come together and make it safe to go ahead and say, you know, and I'm not saying they're going to do that, but if I were in that strategery pool advising, that's what I'd say, hey, let's get a conference call with these folks together and let's make it safe for everybody to go ahead and say the things that maybe they have been thinking all along. 820 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight twenty-five on Wisconsin's morning news. If you happen to hey pancake on the live stream, checking in with producer of the program, Greg Pancake Hill on the live stream. What happens during commercials? Are we on? Um, it depends if I fully, you know, full disclosure. It depends if I transition to the "We'll be right back" screen, which I've been pretty good <laughs> so today. Maybe on whether you're doing your job, eighty-five percent. Yeah, exactly. Right. Camera. Yeah. Okay. Well, folks, if you left it off oh. at any point and folks checked in during commercial break, you may have seen Eric and me at one point. Brandon's around the desk watching this video. <laughs> brought me laughing. to my knees. I cannot stop laughing. I've watched it. We started watching it yesterday. We thought it was funny. Yes. Um, it's this Boston police officer. So there's a brand new park. In Boston, like they just redid it, yada yada. Hey, look at this! Looks really urban, like kind of like yeah. almost downtown yep. in the right? city. Yeah, yep. and it looks it looks pretty awesome. And there's a pretty cool slide, and there's this viral video of a Boston police officer just flying <laughs> down this thing. He like half bounces off of it as he's flying down and gets hurt. Like he's in full uniform and he comes flying off and he's like ah and he swears something flew off his belt. Yeah, like I think a clip, like one of his clips. <laughs> Uh, and it's I, it's so it's so I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. it. It's so hard to understand how he's moving so, so fast because he's coming out of like a tunnel. So it looks I think, like he got shot out of a cannon. Yes, into this tunnel, and then he flies out. He's on his stomach by the time he gets out of there. <laughs> there he it is again. He, just went flying. he does like the half. He gets airborne on the slide. <laughs> yeah. And then yes. hits it again at the base, and oh. it just shoots him out the bottom. God, it just—it's. Can so... we hear that at all? Can you? Well, can we hear the clunk or no? Let's see. Hold on, I'll see if I can. This is uh, coming from Boston Twenty Five, so I'll see if I can get lucky. Also, here. who's rolling on this? Well, so His partner. Th- so it was—it was a partner or somebody, and they're giggling as he's even coming down. Like there's a Boston police officer in full uniform yeah. is hurt after coming yeah, down I a slide. The- I'll, I'll see if I can find a, the gnat of it. Oh, um, well, also, pro tip for you folks in Boston there on TV, you run the gnat sound first. Right. Let me hear the guy go clang, beep, clang. And then have the beep oh. in there. Yeah. <laughs> Makes that sort of guttural, like, oh. <laughs> Well, then, like, what's so funny about the viral video is that as soon as he flies out of there, they could tell they're all laughing. But then they're like, oh, wow, hey, oh, hey dude, you okay? Brother's hurt. And uh, his partner, whoever she is, she goes... Why are you going so fast? Like she asks him <laughs> as the, as the video stops, he's clearly like, "How did you get to that warp speed?" <laughs> like he is flying out of this little tunnel. What's the best takeoff of that video or repost or adaptation that you've seen since? Because now the internet is doing what the internet does. <laughs> so my my absolute favorite one is the Phil Collins song. What's the song, Pancake? You know it. In the air tonight. Yes, yeah, somebody said it to <laughs> With that. The drums, do 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 do, and they have the sound of him pummeling, clunking out. <laughs> on beat. Clunk clunk clunk. It's fantastic, and he's fine, by the way. Uh, he's back at work. Um, took his personal insurance. He was banged up a bit, but he's fine. All is well. That's why we can laugh at it now. Is he in trouble? Boy, you wonder if the boss pulled him into the office and said, hey, wh- 
What you doing? What the hell are you doing, man? First of all, you're in full uniform. First of all, okay, why are you on the slide? And secondly, why did you record it, you idiots? And then how did it get out? That's the other thing. Yeah, it's one thing to record it, but yeah, it doesn't mean you have to post it. Right. Like, I'm always amazed by these embarrassing videos that somehow get posted. Look, everybody on every job and every walk of life lays down once in a while or does something, you know, whatever. But okay, fine. Even if you're the coolest of bosses, like, hey, why didn't you post it? I wonder if he tried to propel himself down because there's videos of little kids going <laughs> down it. He gets kids are- airborne. <laughs> Kids are like just going down it like normal yet. That's my cop, favorite. Cop flies out at work. You speed. said in the air tonight was your favorite. My favorite was the one with the guy who posted like his toddler. And he goes, This is my kid literally going down the same slide that the yeah, cop went warp speed like, on. Kids like, Eee. Yeah, like hardly moving. Barely reached the bottom. <laughs> he ended up on his stomach with one leg off the slide when he came around the final turn and then rolled <sighs> in onto the pavement. Mm. But he's going to be. Okay, 8.30 since morning news. This has all the hallmarks of an Eric scam. I have nothing to do with this. In fact, this is me bringing this to you. But if you had brought it to me and said, hey, did you see there's an update on the, what you were talking about yesterday? <laughs> you wouldn't have believed me. And you would have read this. I'd have been like, ah, you're making that up, man. Like you said, they were going to turn Brady Street into a moat. Yeah. <laughs> the Common Council like was Venice. considering turning, turning Brady Street into a Venice-style yeah, Instead canal. of pedestrian only, it was going to be boat only. And for a minute, I believed you. <laughs> I be- not that it was going to happen, but I believed that someone, someone on the council that idea. was seriously considering. I mean, open up the hydrants. <laughs> we should at least, if it can save one life, we should. Okay. So I read to you yesterday an odd statement as we had talked about the future of the Northridge property and the fact that the city shot itself in the foot again by not engaging with a private investor who wanted to buy the property and actually do something with it. Granted, not something very sexy. The storage or whatever. Storage and maybe some light industrial. Not a ton of jobs created, but they'd take ownership of the property. They'd clean it up. They'd put it on the tax rolls and do something with it. And and a, a developer that had local ties and also didn't need the project. Said real clearly, I was kind of doing you guys a favor. You keep... Messing around with this and making it hard for me, fine, we're out. We're out, yeah. So, Which is unfortunate. So there was a statement from the alderwoman from that district. Her name is Loressa Taylor, and I read that statement yesterday because it was kind of odd. You kind of want to hear from the this is the Milwaukee Common Council representative for the Northridge district or the district that has Northridge in it. Obviously, a lot of folks who live in that area are very concerned with what happens to the property. Also, it has a citywide impact. So someone must have gotten to her and asked, like, well, what's your statement on this? So... The Common Council employee who works with the council members to release things to the media, Bill Arnold, he sends out a statement. And we get tons of these Mm -hmm. all the time. So get that, open it up with interest. So this was her original statement. The Northridge deal was a deal between private parties. And as a representative of the district, I will continue to look for the best deal possible that will be in the best interest of the district and the city. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. (laughs) And it was... Odd in a number of ways. I don't know what that means or what it says. And then beyond that, it was one sentence. This is what you have to say about this property that's been vacant for 20 years? 
So yesterday you read that statement. Yes, and, we and talked about it on the air. We kind of joked. You, I mean, yeah. I don't mean to pick on people, but like I would have thought, like if you're going to go to the trouble of ringing up old Bill Arnold there and saying, "Hey, I need, I need to get this out to the media right away. Here's my statement. Let's have it be like somewhat coherent and actually say something." Okay, so now what? Well, so there's a follow-up, also from Bill Arnold, sent over on behalf of the alderwoman. The title is, To Be Clear, My Position on Northridge Property. Okay? You ready for this? This is a clarification Mm -hmm. now of the earlier statement. This, too, is one sentence. (laughs) (laughs) One run-on sentence that reads, As the Common Council representative of the district that includes the Northridge property, I will continue to support my constituents and will also weigh considerations of the administration with regard to the future development of the property. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what that means? This was the update? Okay, all right. Yeah, maybe I wasn't very clear on my thing. To be clear, I work here. This is the district I represent. Now back to you. <laughs> what the hell? Well, maybe there's something in the works. Maybe there's a, another developer. To that... be clear, I'm working right now with X party or I can't name parties, but we are very active. We are close to whatever. We're confident. We're optimistic. Sure. All right. Throw that and then maybe maybe add a second sentence <laughs> that's right. happening or, to yeah, your statement. A developer that more jobs for the area. A lot of different reasons why you might want something different there. To be clear, I hated this idea. Here are all the reasons I hated this idea. This was a bad deal for Here's the city. Here's what we'd love to have. Here's what I'm doing yeah. next. Yeah. I'm going out. I'm talking with these people. I'm talking with these people. We're working with this. That would be a clarification. <laughs> to be clear, I work here. I've been elected to the Common Council. This is the geographic area I represent. Now back to you. I don't know what that means. 842 on Wisconsin's Morning News. On our way to a high of 90 degrees here on this Thursday morning. Humid as well. And as we get into the afternoon hours, just a chance of some storms bubbling up. They call them pop-ups, you know, because it's not like a big line of storms that's going to move on through. But when... We get hot and humid like that. The atmosphere is a bit unstable. Could have some things bubbling up on you. So just be aware of that if you are headed out to Wisconsin State Fair, which gates open now in just over an hour. A couple of things I want to get through here this morning. So I was, has this happened to you? I was supposed to meet a guy, friend of mine, and we had, he's busy, I'm busy. So to the, you're to the point, right, with friendships where if you want to get together and sit down with somebody, like you need to put it. You got to schedule it. Right, you have to schedule it, right? So he's into me. I got some stuff I wanted to talk to you about in person. Like, great, fine, let's meet. We had a three o'clock meeting set the other day. It's supposed to be right here in the food hall. Easy for me. I'm out there. It's five after three. Haven't heard from him. I said, text me when you get here. So I'm still in the office doing stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. Three ten. still I haven't heard from him. So I take a walk out there, kind of look around. Did, it, did he forget to text me? 3.15, I text him. I'm like, hey, man, we still on? Yeah. I am so sorry. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Never put it in his calendar. And we've talked about that. If it's not on your calendar, it's not real. We, I just, uh, Mercure was telling the story about how he was going to play paddle ball with a couple of guys and one of them didn't show up because it wasn't in his calendar. And they like waited and waited. tracked him down. He was on a bike ride. Merc told (laughs) me the story. He's like, I am riding bikes with my family right now. There's no way I can get there. I'm sorry. That happens to me all the time. If it's not in my calendar or if, if, if I don't put it on Angie's calendar or if she doesn't put it on mine... Oh, we are in trouble. Oh, and the kid stuff is worse. They're like, who's giving me a ride? To where? Yeah. 
I have work or I have this. Since when? And that's and like we're, we're still put having, it on the calendar. We're having trouble like syncing some of that stuff. So like my sixteen year old who works now, like trying to figure out yeah. his schedule. But if it's not on the calendar, it will not happen. It's not real. <laughs> I I told you I showed up at the wrong golf course. I kid you not. A couple of weeks ago, it was on, it was on the calendar. Uh, right. I p- play with my buddy Stu, and we almost always play at Nagawaki when we play. And he had an early morning, hey, can you make this time? Yep, yep, yep. And that was coming in hot for me anyway because it was like a 6 a.m. tea time, you know, super (laughs) early. So normally I'm like, get there an hour early, do the rain, do all the stuff. And, I, you know, running late, so I just pull in the parking lot and I don't see his car. I'm like, that's odd because he should be here. Sure. Just look at my phone, go back through the text line. He's like, yep, Broadlands. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's 20 minutes from here. We figured it out, but right, man, I showed oh, up at boy. the wrong place. Happens, man. You know what else is sneaking up on me? I'm increasingly needing readers. Yeah, just yep, really, yep. I f- and I forget always. You go to a restaurant where it's dark anyway, mm-hmm. and then the print is small. <laughs> Yesterday, I'm in the newsroom. I'm taking, you know, I take notes while I'm doing stuff. Sure, or I got things yeah. like that. Take, took a bunch of notes. Look over as I'm working on the computer at my notes. I need a new font. For my handwriting, it's too small. <laughs> you can't read it? <laughs> no. Not because it's too messy, but it's because it's too, too small. It's just too small. I now can't read that. Man. So i got to choose a bigger font. So I had to write a check yesterday for the first time in God knows how long uh, for some work that we were doing. And oh my goodness, I was embarrassed to give the check to the guy. Like just, it looked like, it looked like a monkey with a pencil in its teeth <laughs> wrote it. Your I mean, handwriting it just, was oh, bad? Oh, it was so bad. Just awful. And that's me trying. Yes, I don't write ever anymore. And when I do, it it looks like that. That's not good. Why are you writing checks anyway? Well, I mean, in this case, I guess once in a while you still I still got a check. Guy asked for a check, so that's what I wrote. I guess so. Other thing I wanted to pass along. Appreciate all the support on the first pitch. It did go out okay with the Lakeshore Chinooks. (laughs) Just okay. It was just okay. I was super honored. The Lakeshore Chinooks play at uh, Concordia University is Capco Field. Really great facility. Nice crowd out there for a Wednesday night. Beautiful day right out there. They're just right off the Mm -hmm. lake. So temperatures were just a little bit cooler. Perfect night for baseball. And it's pretty good baseball. Mm -hmm. Get a lot of really decent, these are like college age. The council kids play up there? Yes. Uh, I think both of them are on the roster or were at one point. The older who plays for Minnesota and then his son who just graduated from Whitefish Bay, who's headed to Michigan, I believe, mm-hmm. to play his baseball. Correct. So that's the caliber of ball player you're getting. They're younger on in their careers, but these guys, some of them could move on to the next level. They're also coming from the college level where they use aluminum ba- aluminum bats, <laughs> metal bats, yeah, composites <laughs> of some kind, right? And now they're in a wood bat league, so it's kind of fun to watch them adjust to that. So sure. Pretty decent style of baseball. Great to be out there. Uh, for the Chinooks, an honor to throw out the first pitch, but we spent a little bit of time on that. Count said I did have to take the mound if they would allow it. And you did. I saw you. You did do a little dig in there. I saw you kick it a couple of <laughs> times. Towed up the rubber a yep, little bit. Yep, good for you. Pancake produces the program. He worked me out a little bit out here in the food hall. Yeah, okay. We loosened up a little just so I knew I could still throw a baseball. Mm-hmm. It had been a minute. So I did, as I'm trotting out there, have designs of maybe putting a little sauce on it. Yeah. Yeah, zing one the in The old there. number one. Let me show these guys here. Give them the heater, Ricky. <laughs> I didn't. That would have been awesome. Why not? Who cares? Because what if the fish was standing right back there? What if I hit the fish? Like Knock bull his Durham. head right off. Throw the next one at the bull. Gil! Uh, Gil! Gil, the Chinook's mascot, stood in like an umpire. <laughs> I feel bad for whoever they trotted out on the team to, hey, go catch this Jamokis out there throwing. <laughs> yeah. Why do I have to catch the Me? first pitch tonight? Come on. Right. 
So I, I I didn't bounce it. That was my whole thing. I played it safe. Just wanted to make sure that I didn't spike one or have you know, have the guy have to dig for it or something. So you texted us the video yeah, and I watched fun. it and I did hear an onlooker say, "Oh, a little inside." <laughs> yeah, my stepmom. Thank you. Kids were impressed. She's like, "Ah, oh, it's a little inside." And then I think one of my kids said, "Well, he got it there." Yeah, good for you. Great. But uh, really fun to be out there. If you want to see the video, it's up all over my social media. I think the station retweeted it as well. Uh, You can follow me at Vince Vetrano on Twitter. Still calling it Twitter, not X. Whatever. When are you going to make that transition? There on the Facebook pages. I'm hearing people. I'm reading it. So-and-so posted to their X account. Formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, I think we'll stick with that for a while. 852 on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. A humid high of 90 degrees today. Some storms popping up perhaps later today. So keep an eye out of the sky if you are headed to the Wisconsin State Fair, which kicks off now in one hour and five minutes. WTMJ now, Stephen Sandy, broadcasting live from the Wisconsin State Fair. Their live broadcast just minutes away. We, folks have asked, how, how come you guys don't do the morning show out there? Well, the gates don't open until 10 o'clock. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. For us to be down there, you know, rolling in at 4 in the morning. Maybe when, if they go back to 8A someday, we could. Sure. And you have, you've got a special coming up on Saturday, yeah, right? A bunch so, of you are going to be on the air? Mm-hmm, in an effort to uh, have more exposure and be able to greet and meet people and all that, uh, I'll be out there Saturday afternoon doing a show along with uh, Debbie Lasko will be out there, John Mercure, Greg Matzik, who are out there almost every day also. Uh, but we'll be out on Saturday afternoon, 2 to 5. Conspicuously conspicuously absent from that list is me. Yeah, I noticed that yeah, you sorry, uh, were not asked to come out and join well, us. So what had happened was we only just first added that show, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, there was talk about it, and then we finally locked it in. Yeah. Sure. So I already, I know this sounds lame, but I've long since been signed up for a, a golf event, which will take me through okay. much of the yeah, day. My daughter's in a play with Greendale yeah, Community yeah, Theater sure. later that yeah, afternoon, yeah. so like it just didn't match up I for get me. it. I get it. But what's funny is, I'm sure folks have heard the promotions running and heard all the names that are going to be out there. Mine not on there. Peter picked up on that, texted in the old National Bank talk and text line. Why are you seemingly the only mainstream WTMJ voice who won't be broadcasting from the fair? And then he adds some other questions. But what's funny to me is... He probably suspected some sort of nefarious, <laughs> some very interesting answer to like that. The, the fair does not allow you to be on the premises. <laughs> I got kicked out of the fair last year for stealing a goat. Yeah, the stuff he was doing in the barn, they can't oh, have that. He threw up on the sky glider and <laughs> on people. and it was just, it, We just said, look, don't come this year. Came in grabbing people's cream yeah, puffs and stuff like that. Really, really, just own. not a good look for WTMJ. Yeah. So prefer not to have Vince at the fair this year. <laughs> So that's the explanation for that. Steve and Sandy with WTMJ Now, live from Wisconsin State Fair. That's up next.